Hi guys, welcome to the Joyce to Be podcast. I'm Dasha and I'm so happy to have you here. Um, it's evening time and I'm recording this pod. I think it's the first time when I record podcast in the evening. I was thinking about it yesterday that like at daytime I have sessions, channeling sessions. I have um, stuff to do, you know, and I usually record my podcast episodes for my Russian podcasts at daytime and I was thinking yesterday that maybe evening time is best for uh, recording podcasts for what podcast for this episode I was going to say recording episodes for this podcast but yesterday I accidentally opened YouTube app and there were new ASMR videos and so I was like no evening time is best for ASMR I still think so, but I decided to test my theory, you know, and so here I am recording a podcast for you. I want to share with you something. Um, uh, First of all, news. (laughs) I want to share with you uh, that I decided to, I think a few episodes ago, I, a few episodes back, right? This is how you speak English probably. Not sure though. A few episodes back, I told you that I'm not, I wasn't going to add, okay, so, uh, it's a little bit longer, like, the story is a little bit longer than I wanted it to be, but when I started my podcast, I wanted to add all the videos that I had on my YouTube channel, all the recordings from those videos to this podcast, and I was going to, and then I was telling you that I'm gonna, and then I never did that, and then... Uh, a few episodes back, I changed my mind and I said that I'm going to separately record videos for YouTube and like it's going to be different content. And now I changed my mind again and I'm going to add my um, <clears throat> recordings from my videos to this podcast because I am a podcast listener. I listen to podcasts more than I watch YouTube now when I opened like when I found a podcast, when the world of podcast opened up for me, uh, to me, for me, I think for me. Uh, and um, I honestly would say, based on my experience, based on how I use podcasts, I would say that old um content is actually really honestly 100% evergreen on podcasts because it's searchable because you uh search like you enter some keywords and you actually are able to find podcasts old podcasts plus people who listen to podcasts they actually binge listen to like all the episodes I do that, my listeners do that, and so I want the valuable, amazing, super cool (laughs) content that I recorded for my YouTube, I want it to be searchable, I want it to be listenable, you know, and actually, honestly, truly evergreen. And so I will be adding um, old videos here, and um, new videos here, and so... A few, I think a couple of weeks ago, I recorded a video which I will add to the podcast and I think it will be the next uh, episode because it was so good. 
oh my god i want to publish it here um it was an hour-long video where i shared uh insights that i received while uh, like during my channeling session with myself for myself i did a channeling session for myself it wasn't like really a chat i mean you know when you're a channeler it's not really a channeling session Although I would say it's really every time you like use your diary, you journal about something, it is a channeling session. So it was a channeling session for me and it was about rest and it was so good. And so the format will be the same. But um, the things that I want to share with you today are from the, like I had a channeling session with my client yesterday and um, some of the things that we talked about that I received um, through channeling were so freaking good. Then that I, like after we finished our call, I wrote down what I remembered because I wanted to talk about it and I wanted to record episodes. I think that I will record one, like the episode about this in Russian too later maybe. Uh, but I wanted to share this with you, with you, and I just wrote down some ideas. I will be reading them. They are in Russian. I will be reading them, and then I will be translating them, and then I will be explaining them. So let's go. So first quote was that: "Насколько другой была бы твоя жизнь, если бы еще из детства ты вынесла установку о том, что ты избалованный ребенок, которому жизнь всегда дает все, что она просит." So my client and I were talking. Okay, no, no, no. First, I will translate. How different your life would be if from early childhood you would learn, you would bring into your adulthood this program, this, um, uh, how do we call it, like negative program, positive program, like not affirmation, but like your truth, right? What you learned in the childhood. So um, how different your life would be if from the early childhood you would bring into your adult life this program that you are a spoiled child and that life gives you everything that you ask for. And so we were talking about that. Uh, my client, um, like her uh, next inner work, you know, uh, next, again, how do we call it? Um, you know, uh, like her homework <laughs> for the time and like before our next call was about um, connecting to the inner child so that, you know, uh, she kind of had two roles. And like, I'm talking about her, but it's really all of us. And like, if you recognize yourself, just pay, pay attention. I said no in Russian instead of well. Uh, Russian Dasha wants to talk to you too. When I was streaming on Twitch, we were giggling that there is Dasha who speaks English and sometimes um, another Dasha, <laughs> another Dasha in me who speaks Russian wants to talk to you guys in English and we called her Disha. I don't know, just somebody in chat, I think Dario, um, offered this name and we, call, we started calling her Disha. And she is a Russian speaker, and so sometimes in the middle of English speech, she uh, puts Russian words, 
and sometimes she just speaks like this because uh, she really wants to talk to you and I usually uh, spoke like that when uh, I would speak my proper English that I studied that I learned how to speak in the uni- in the university and uh, somebody would come to my stream and say that my English is bad and then I would start speaking like this and say like what are you talking about I spent five years in the university learning how to properly speak English and now you come in here and saying that my English is bad what do you mean and so and so Disha now wanted to talk to you and this is why she decided to add Russian words in the middle of my English speech and so anyway um we were talking with my client about that um I'm entertaining today interesting on my previous podcast I was talking to you about that you know I'm trying to be more myself and and not just the entertainer because I need to be the entertainer and entertainer and now I'm naturally an entertainer because I'm in a good mood and because we had fun and we giggled a lot with my husband when we um had dinner and now I'm in a giggly mood and I decided to talk to you about very important cool things but I'm in a giggly mood and so back to my story so the case was that um my client uh, she had these two states you know uh, when she's acting like a child and when she's acting like her adult self but uh, like again it's a little bit um what i kind of talked about in my previous episode where you know it's like a coping mechanism be- but um like there's nothing wrong with a coping mechanism because like it helped you survive it helped you to feel more comfortable in an uncomfortable situation but it becomes a problem when you don't uh like when you don't have a choice you know when you just uh start acting like you know you you just start using that coping mechanism and playing that role against your will not because you choose to and because you want to but because you feel like you know you don't have a choice because like people around you accept you only uh, when you play that role for example and so and like the roles we were talking about on the session yesterday were the child self and the adult self. And so and then we started talking about that the child self like it can be different. Um we just say inner child, but you know, inner child can have a bunch of coping mechanism and there are two different um children for example, if one child is um like your when your inner child is wounded, and you start acting like your inner child, you become this, you know, childish uh, person who is uh, very deeply in people into people pleasing. And in like during channeling, we receive this message that you can play this role. You like if it's comfortable for you to um, stay in that role from time to time being the child like you know 
acting like a child, do that. But reprogram the child, heal the child, and imagine that like it's a different kind of child, the child who uh, who is spoiled. And like from this position, start uh, communicating with uh, people around you. Because like this is, mm, I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain this, but I think that you feel the difference. That like, if you would meet two children and one of them would be like scared and with a lot of coping mechanisms, trying to survive, scared of her, of her parents or of his parents, like, doesn't matter, of her parents, uh, and, like, there would be another child next to her, but this one would be spoiled in the sense that she, like, she lived abundantly, she was brave, she was um, uh, not scared of anything or anybody, and she would know that she will get anything that she asks for. Like, these are two different children, right? And so, like, um, the conversation we had with my client was about that. Um, go into that picture. Like, heal your inner child. Heal that part that didn't believe that. Like, when in your childhood did you learn that it's not okay uh, to ask for what you want because you won't get it and heal her to the degree where she would mm, just be sure like you know go into your go back into your childhood and rewrite your story to a point where your inner child would feel that she's so spoiled she can have everything she asks for and then imagine if you learned that program in your childhood and then grew up and you would bring that uh, programming into your adult life. How your life would be different right now. And just, you know, think about it and journal about it. If you learned that in your childhood, that you can have everything you want and that you are so adored that everything you ask for will be given to you for sure. What qualities would you have as an adult who uh, learned that program in the childhood? I just, I know, I wrote it down because, you know, it just, it's such a good practice. It's such a good exercise, you know. It's such a good thing to think about. Because when we think about and when we, um, you, you know, go to that place in our um, imagination and we just imagine how our life would be different and what would we believe about life, about world, about people, about abundance, about our desires. And like now when we are uh, deep into healing and inner work, what would we take from that version of us? Because like somewhere in the, uh, what's it called, quantum field, somewhere in like on a different branch of um, the reality, this version of you exists. And what would you take from her? What programs, what affirmations, you know, what beliefs would you take from her 
to change the quality of your life. This is such a good exercise that I wanted to share with you. The next thing that I wrote down, не переставай настраиваться с картинкой твоей мечты, только потому что она не вяжется с тем, что в настоящем, и ты не знаешь, как это соединить. Твоя работа только сонастраиваться, наблюдать, как жизнь меняется, сонастраиваться, наблюдать. Бери установки из той картинки и внедряй их в свою жизнь обо всем. Okay, this one. Don't stop focusing and aligning with the picture of how your dream life would look like, uh, looks like. Just because you don't know how to connect like that future picture and your present. Don't stop aligning with the picture of your dream life just because you don't know how to connect it with the present. I'll explain later. Uh, your job is just to align and then watch how your life changes, and then align again, and then watch how your life changes. Take the programs and um, beliefs. You mean, I mean, I mean, you mean, you mean, I mean, we all mean. <laughs> I was going to say that, you know, I mean, when I say programs, I don't mean negative programs. I mean positive programs. Uh, and then I every time say beliefs, but like, that's what I mean. I, I use those two things interchangeably um, and so like take the beliefs from that picture from the picture of your dream life of your dream coming true of of when your dream come true dreams come true and then add them into your life beliefs about everything so here we were talking about that the case was and like it's the usual thing it happened to me too When I close my eyes or when I take my journal and I start start imagining and focusing on me in my um, best environment, like when I live where I want to live, um, in a country that I want to, where I want to live, in a city where I want to live, in a place where I want to live, in a... Uh, you know, apartment or a house where I want to live, like I'm in my happy place and I'm abundant, have all the money in the world, money's not a problem, it's a done deal forever and I'm free and like I start focusing on the on that picture, I go deeper into it, I, um, you know, imagine some pictures of that, uh, like of a day, of that life and what do I do and how do I feel. I talked also about this uh, in my previous episode. And so, like, and sometimes um, this picture doesn't, like, we don't know how it's possible to go there from where we are. For example, like, what um, happened to me When I stopped, I started disconnecting from that picture was when uh, I realized that, for example, in my picture, I'm blonde. And right now, I'm a redhead and I don't want to be a blonde, to be a blonde, to be blonde, you know. Or, for example, when in my picture, I have, uh, I don't know, I, I don't have animals, for example. And right now, I have two cats. And like, or um, in my dream, I am alone 
somewhere in a beach house, for example. And right now I'm in a relationship and I have no idea how we would go there because like, uh, I don't know, my husband is, this is just an example, it's not about me, uh, but it's like, how would we get there if my husband and I are like here and it's impossible to go there because of like some, you know, political situation here or uh, mm, I don't know. My husband doesn't want to go there, and which means that like we we probably won't ever go there, like you know, and because of these things, we start start disconnecting from that picture. We don't come to that picture. We don't, you know, we don't come to that picture in our mind that often anymore, because we don't know how to get from here to there. Because it's too big of a jump. Because we start feeling guilty, like, this is what happened to me, I started feeling guilty, because in my dreams, I didn't have cats, and in reality, I had cats, and I love them very much, and uh, in my dreams, I, I lived in a different country, and I wouldn't want to travel abroad with my cats, because I know it would be stressful for them, and I started disconnecting from my picture, from my dream life. And so this is what happened for my client too yesterday. And the channeled message that I received for her was that don't stop doing that. Don't stop connecting and aligning with that picture in your head just because you don't know how to go from where you are to that picture. Because first of all, you don't have to know how. The universe knows how. Second of all, for now, even though you don't have clarity on how to get there from where you are, the mission that that picture in your mind has is that it charges you, it gives you resource, it gives you energy, it gives you inspiration, it, um, it is something to calibrate your energy to, to calibrate your sense of self too and that's for now the only purpose of that picture maybe later you will figure out the how maybe later you will change your mind maybe that picture is for now just like for the sake of calibrating to it and it like it's just the picture and you will change your mind you will want something else but don't stop calibrating and I also remembered uh, Phil Good was talking about this when he said that uh, we sometimes um, visualize something, like we let our mind free and we just like download the picture of uh, something that we would do in our dream life and we get too attached to that picture. For example, you would, you know, you would uh, set your mind, I mean, you would let your mind run free and you would, we talked about this already, but you would download a picture of yourself writing a book and then you start over analyzing it and going crazy, cr going crazy about it, about it, what's happening, going crazy about it uh, and like you start obsessing, uh, what would you write about, but you don't have any topics to write about and you're not a writer and you can't write and oh my God, and like, and then you start disconnecting from that picture again. When the truth is, you maybe, like, it's not that picture's purpose for now. For now, it's just for you to calibrate with it. And you just imagine 
yourself in that picture, you just imagine yourself being the author of a best-selling book and how it feels and it uplifts you and it gives you, you know, uh, the sense of the new sense of self. Um, like you start feeling yourself differently, you start seeing yourself differently, and that's the purpose of that picture. Maybe later, like the idea will come, um, what that book should be about. Maybe later you will uh, change your mind and it won't be a book. It would, it would be, it will be a movie or something like that. Like it doesn't matter, but don't stop calibrating to that picture. Like even if it's not the whole picture, even if it's like, you know, some, um, it's not like the whole vision, but just some chaotic, you know, uh, pictures that don't connect with each other, it doesn't matter. Just use those pictures. Uh, how your dream life looks. You have some ideas. Use those ideas to calibrate to. What's next? Uh, your job is to align with that picture and then watch your your reality change to calibrate to you. So you calibrate to that picture and then the reality calibrates to you. And then you calibrate to that picture and the, your reality calibrates to you. And we also talked about this on some recent live that I did on YouTube. And I will add, I will start adding uh, those recordings here. So like in the next episode, probably, or the one after that, uh, I talk about it. I will talk about it. Um... While I was describing all this, I forgot what I wanted to say, what I was talking about. That, oh, uh, about that, you know, there are, there are coaches who say that you just need to take care of your energy and you need to, you know, sit down and dream and uh, feel good and then your life will realign, you know, calibrate to you and your reality will change and there are different coaches who say that you can't just sit here and meditate all day you need to do something you need to take action because without action like your life won't change and here we're talking about again calibrating to the picture of how your dream life looks and how you look and feel and act and what you believe in that picture and you just calibrate to that picture and your life calibrates to you. Your reality calibrates to you. Take the beliefs that the version of you has about everything and integrate them into your life. This was like mm, also uh, a very important mm, part of the reading. Yesterday we discussed it a lot with my client. That, um, you know, it was an insight for me too. That... Like, I do this too sometimes. I would go into that picture, deep into that picture, and I would imagine how I look and feel and act and what I do in that picture. Like, if money is not a problem, if I live where I want to live, and my life is slower. And again, I talked about this a little bit more in the previous episode. And then I would start... Um, I would try to make my life look a little bit more like this but I'm trying to do this with my mind and sometimes like 
the reality that I have right now doesn't match with that picture and I don't know how to connect them and like I start obsessing over this when in reality just like what I need to do is go back to that picture and stay there and feel that way until not not until what do I want to say um stay there as long as you need to download that clarity to have that clarity you know because the clarity is something you don't you download not something you uh come up with in your mind you know and so what did i want to say about this um i don't remember but i wanted to say that like Oh, about the beliefs. And so what we need to do actually and what we need to pay attention when we when we what we need to pay attention to when we do this work is um, going that deep into the picture, so deep into this picture that we would start, you know, asking that future version, that dream version of ourselves about her beliefs about life. Like, if she's abundant, if she is, like, in a place, in a good place in life right now, and she lives in a good place, and she's, like, um, in a good place financially and romantically, and all is well, and she's very creative, what does she believe about life, about how life works, about people, about where to get clients, you know? Like, for example, in my dream picture, I mean, in my, you know what I mean, in in that image of myself in my dream like living my dream life uh if i would ask her what do you think about clients and where to find clients she would say i don't know they just find me i don't look for clients but people know me and they want to work with me and like they find me i don't know magically mysteriously because i'm visible for my people and what i do is i write that down and I learned to integrate that. I use it as affirmation. I, um, you know, I become that version of myself. And again, we talked about this in my previous episode. <laughs> uh, I become this person who believes that right now. This is how it is in my life. And so you take beliefs about everything from that dream version of yourself, about relationship, about clients, about money, about life, about moving, you know. And you take those beliefs, and this is how you calibrate, actually. Like, you take those beliefs and you integrate them into your life. And this is how your sense of self becomes different. Your, like, how you feel about life becomes different. And this is when you change your beliefs, you change your expectations, and your reality starts changing. And, like, it's not your job to change your reality with your own hands it's like it's the universe's job and you need to calibrate to your dream self the next thing that i want to share with you is oh that was a really beautiful piece about that you know how we all look for the meaning in life the mission like why are we here what are we here for and like the channeled message was that you only get to receive the answer to this question in your dream vision in your in how do we call how do we call it in your 
dream life picture, dream life picture. Let's call it this way. Like um, when you're right now in the energy of the problem, not the energy of the solution, and you are focusing on like, I need to find that. I need to find the meaning to my life. I need to find my life purpose. You are in the energy of the problem. And um, to find your life purpose, you actually need to shift to the energy of the solution, into the energy of the solution. And the energy of solution is like when you have that. And how do you feel when you have that? Imagine if you had your life purpose and you knew that, you knew exactly what you're here for. How would you feel? You would feel relaxed. You would not obsess about this. You would feel like... Ah, like freedom yet like you can breathe freely now right and you receive answer to this question when you are in your dream life picture only there you can look for the answer to the question why are you here for what are you here for and why are you here uh, and one one more thing that i wrote down and it was from today's session with a different client but it was like uh, similar. This is why I wrote it down. Uh, actually, no, you know what? It's not really similar. It's just that I think we talked about this too. I discussed it in some lives that I will add later. We were talking about that. Um, I once recorded an episode uh, for my Russian podcast and channeled wisdom there was that you need to stop living your life for others. You need to stop dividing everything that you do in your life into two categories. This is what you do for yourself and this is what you do for other people. Start doing everything for yourself. Become selfish that way. Start doing everything for yourself. And by doing that, you will be of so much value to other people. Because you will fill your cup and like your existence and your field will naturally transform people and be of value to other people when you pour your love and attention and like everything and energy and resources into yourself. This is what we talked about. And this um, channeled piece from today's session was about that um, you need to take care of yourself and do what fulfills you and what you love doing exactly because you need you want to be of value to other people exactly because of that my client was uh you know she was like abraham hicks says that we're all naturally uplifters and we want to uplift others and inspire others and this is the conversation i had with my client today uh, this is the conversation yeah I had with my client today that like she wants to be of value to other people but this is the reason why she needs to not pay attention to those others and she needs to pour all the love and all the effort and all the resources and like into finding what pleases her and doing what's fun for her exactly because she wants to be of value to other people and um, she was like I mean, the message was like, uh, I wrote down, I really want to be of value to you all because I love and adore you all. And if I switch my focus to 
what I need to do for you, I won't be of that much value. I thought that this this idea was so beautiful and it was like, you know, insightful for me too. That actually it was like, I need to take care of me. I need to have fun in my life. I need to, you know, be charged and like uh, rested and my cup needs to be filled because I love you and I want to bring value to you. Like if we're talking about me, it's about my content, Uh, like what resonates the most um, within me is like when I apply this to how I create my content and it's like I need to do what's fun for me. I need to read what's fun for me. I need to, you know, to uh, work with people the way that that is fun for me exactly because I want to bring value to people. And when my cup is not filled, when I'm focused and oriented um, on, focused on and oriented at people um, and like I constantly think, how I how to better serve others, I lose myself and it's not fun for me anymore. And maybe it's not for everybody. I hear a totally different message from many, many people that I respect. Maybe it's be- maybe it's about our human design. Maybe it's because I'm NFJ and, um, you know, 2-4 generator in human design. And maybe I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about people who... who resonate with this and like if you disagree it's it's just my opinion and look at it as as just my opinion and don't take it just take what resonates but for me I realize that um, when I'm focused on other people and how to serve them better I lose myself I lose all the fun I don't enjoy the process anymore and then I can't be of value because you know my my cup is not filled and i'm i'm not that mm, resourceful no i'm not that i don't know i don't know how to explain this but um you know in, in channeling today i received this part where it was like it was said like this that um when I, when my cup is not filled and i'm not doing what's fun for me i can't be of value to you and even though you want me and you expect me to be focused on you, um, I lose all my spark and my charm and you start looking like you, you are leaving and start, start, Jesus, I, how to speak English, I forgot. You lose interest and you go look for something else just because... I uh, started playing this game with you where I started focusing more on what you want from me and how I can serve you better. Did it make sense? I think it did. Like, you know, people think that they want you to be focused on them. uh, But in reality, when you lose focus, like when you start focusing on yourself and you start focusing on how to serve others better and you lose your fun and you lose your spark and you start uh, pouring into yourself, then they don't receive the value that they want to receive from you and they leave because they they don't feel you. They don't, like your energy is not 
as potent as it could be. And that that's why if you want to be of value to others, do it your way. Have fun. Uh, find something that is fun for you to do and then do it. And that way you will be of value to yourself and to others. And stop dividing yourself and your life and everything you do in life uh, into these two categories. One is for yourself and one is for others. No, do everything for yourself. And this is such a beautiful message and all these messages are so beautiful. Oh my God, I'm like, I'm I'm so happy I shared. And this is all I wanted to share with you. You guys, thank you so much for listening. And like, if you enjoy my podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcast, leave me a five-star review, please, please, like, Okay, four is fine too, but like if less than that, then why are you still here? Go away, don't listen to this podcast. Um, Because you need to take care of yourself and listen to stuff that inspires you, not stuff that you want to rate negatively, because why would you do that to yourself, you know? Um, And yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time. And I, will, I mean, I will talk to you next time. Love you all. Have a lovely rest of your day. Bye. Mwah.